<clears throat> so welcome to the Ron Report for Thursday, November 2nd, 2023. This is called Love Your Enemy, Love Your Neighbor. Didn't Jesus say something like that or something? Back when I was but a young lad, 1970, I embarked on a journey to see the world. I was untraveled, but ready for adventure and whatever came my way. We gathered our resources, me and my buddy, bought our backpacks, a lightweight tent, cooking stove, sleeping bags, collected some extra clothes, and all of our available cash. In my case, about $300, and headed out. Youthful naivete can sometimes substitute for common sense and aspirational intentions for money. Being young and untraveled and in search of adventure, I decided my destination was to be the Holy Land. I had spent so much of my impressionable youth sitting in the third pew of the church, glancing at the brightly colored maps at the back of the Bible as a distraction from the boring service, and somehow it stuck in my brain. Judea and Samaria and Jerusalem and the Sea of Galilee and the Jordan River somehow represented a mythical land and a worthy quest. My buddy bailed after we got to New York. He didn't share the same aspiration. I went on alone, got robbed along the way traveled by train and boat, discovered strange foreign countries, which was my intention, and eventually found myself in Israel, the home of the Holy Land. I lived on a kibbutz for a while because it was free room and board in exchange for day labor, of course. I went to Jerusalem to see the Holy City and visited ancient ruins, some still being dug out of the ground, and visited the old city with its open-air market. The smells and sights of old Jerusalem are still with me in some deep part of my brain. I had a tourist map that showed a road through the West Bank all the way from the southern end where Jerusalem is to the northern end and beyond to where my kibbutz was. So I decided to walk it, me and my neon orange backpack with tent attached. I remember walking through a small Arab village and all the kids coming out to laugh at me and see the strange sight. A tall, single, 
obviously foreign person walking through their village with a neon orange backpack all by themselves <laughs> they thought it was hilarious and they found the only person in the village who could speak English the school teacher and he came and they offered me food olives and olive oil and pita bread and goat cheese and I still retain the memory of tasting that food I still retain the memory of the feeling I had of being welcomed accommodated even honored by people that were no kin to me and in that far away and foreign culture I felt more accommodation and acceptance than I do in my own. They offered me what they had to offer, what they had grown and farmed themselves on that rocky soil. As I recall this story and calibrate the effect it had on me, I wonder how much those small acts of kindness changed the world. I'm still naive about some things. I breathe deeply, a state in which time is a distant memory. Around me, images past a strong, mysterious presence of the past into the world, across the landscape by the river of the desert. The sky will change shape, my arms will spread long enough to embrace the change within me and to walk in my own pace out of the city into another story. Emerge from the stream like a silence of a dream. And now I'm walking through the ruins that I already know, and with my eyes closed, I continue to grow. I still think peace is possible. I still want to save the world. <laughs> and I think I know the key. That would be naive and arrogant, of course, but I don't care. <laughs> Maybe just trying to be kind to each other would save the world. Those people in that little Arab village didn't know that I would be talking about this 50 years later to an audience of people they had never seen, never heard of, and probably couldn't imagine. 
when it happened. Imagine that. Ripple in still water, grateful dead. Great metaphor. And neither did that guy in the JFK International Terminal who conned me out of my cash as I was just beginning my journey. resonates still as well. And that was an experience. I mean, he was so smooth. I didn't even know I was robbed until my flight was boarding. Then it was like, oh, geez, what do I do now? <laughs> Get aboard or stay behind. I got zero money. And then there was this strange, wild freedom feeling when I got up and boarded that plane and flew to Europe with no money. I knew something was going to happen, I just didn't know what. The strange and wild feeling of freedom, I guess, is what I was after come to think of it, that's what I'm still after, come to think of it, now that I remember what I'm doing here, one, two, three, four. 